Why, why is this not working out? Why is it not exact? It should be exactly like this because I did this and I did this and I did this. And I, di- I even considered that and it didn't work out. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, welcome back from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, southwestern desert area of the United States of America. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is Tony Frame PhD. I am your host. Let's get right to it. This week, I want to talk about an article that I saw, and it had to do with the number one millennial complaint. And this came from I think it was from the Atlantic and they were interviewing a psychologist in the San Francisco area. And she just so happened to deal a lot with young adults, the same particular population that I deal with 20, I think she said 23 to 36 or something like that. So this journalist guy asked her, so what's the number one complaint that you get? She said, well, outside of the usual, you know, the, financial and having problems with relationships because you, you're paying student loans. You know the you know the routine, right? She said, really, the number one thing that most of them all say is an issue is there are too many choices and they can't decide what to do. Basically, it comes down to like a decision fatigue or a non-decision fatigue, right? And like making no choices is actually making a choice because there's too much information and there's a really high pressure to succeed. Do you get that too? And of course, that comes down to this psychological term called the paradox of choice, which means the more choices you have, the harder it is. They did a study a long time ago, I read this, and it was in a grocery store. And they gave people, first they had this group of people and they gave people a choice of one to two cans of beans and they would go in and they would make their choice and they would make it fast in a very short period of time. And then when they came out the study, they would say, why did you choose that? And they'd say, oh, you know, I like the label or whatever the case, but they made the choice quickly. Then they went into the aisle and they loaded it up with like 10 to 15 different cans of beans. And they uh, told this group of people, okay, go in there and, you know, choose a can of beans, release the hounds, let them go in there. Couldn't decide. People could not decide. Took them a really long time to make their decision. And which is just a small example of the fact that the more choices you have, the harder it is going to be. It's the paradox of choice. It's like a legit psychological fact. Now, the problem is, is that delayed choices or making no choice, it leads to Confusion about identity and purpose, right? It leads a lot of people to not trusting their own internal mechanisms, not trusting their own feelings, their gut feelings, or their own levels of understanding from, you know, so that's the whole cognition versus emotion. Delayed choices lead to you not feeling so great about yourself because you're thinking you can't, you can't make a decent choice. And then what happens? What happens when you choose one thing and you roll along and then it doesn't turn out exactly how you want it to turn out? What do you do? It's a rhetorical question. Of course, you go, damn, I wonder what would have happened if I would have chosen the other thing. It's like 
having two people that you would really like to date or two people that are interested in you at the same time, which does tend to happen. And you're like, damn, I, I they're both great people. I really like them both. They're really fun. They're interesting. I'm, I'm attracted to both of them. Which one do I choose? Well, you can do, I don't have to choose any of them, but there are consequences to that. <laughs> Either you don't, make a choice, you date both of them and you are honest about things and you let them both know that you are dating somebody else. You know how that goes, right? Or you're not honest with them and you keep dating them. And eventually, because there's no way that they won't finally know, you're going to have to explain yourself in terms of why you weren't honest. And then what happens? Usually you lose them both. So how do you know which one to choose? And it's not an easy question to answer. It is and it isn't. Now, follow me here. There's a way to get through this, but you have to have some form of internal trust and you have to go through some steps in terms of these particular choices and understand, and this is the most important thing about this, understand when you make a particular choice, it just is. That's your reality now. Now, the other the other choices that you could have made at that point the other roads that you could have gone down, the other relationships that you could have gone into, you will never, ever, ever know exactly what would have happened if you did it at that time during those particular circumstances. You'll never know. So don't beat yourself up thinking that you've gone this far with with this person in this relationship, thinking back to like, wow, you know, the other person was great and I knew that they had a more similar personality than me. And that's the problem I'm having in this particular relationship. And I know that if I would have gone that way, if I would have trusted my myself in that way, then it would have been way better. Not That's not true. It may or may not have. But again, it's like Schrodinger's cat. You know, it's in the box. You don't know if it's dead or alive. You, 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 don't, you don't know and you'll never know. You'll never know because you can't open that box. You can't live that again but you're tormenting yourself thinking that you made the wrong decision. And take a look around right now. Take a look around at online dating, at Tinder, at Match. Take a look around at all of the choices you have in terms of who to follow. All of the choices you have in terms of who to listen to on a podcast. There's like a half a million podcasts out there growing right now. You're listening to this one and I really appreciate you listening. But you have a choice. They even say on Southwest Airlines, when you fly Southwest, thank you for choosing us. We know you have a lot of options. No, they really don't. I mean, what is there now? Like five airlines or six airlines? But still, that's the point. The point is, is that you do have a lot of choices. The problem is, is that people are so obsessed with making the right choice because of the environment that's out there now, because of the Instagram life that's out there now, because of the expectation they put on themselves that they have to have everything work out the right way. They have to have everything work out the Instagram way, the way that they can put a successful picture up there of something that happened that they wanted to happen. It doesn't work that way. It's never worked that way. Even back in the prehistoric ages when I was growing up and we didn't have social media around, we still had some choices to make. But even with that, it doesn't mean that it worked out any better or worse. It just is. It's about you and it's about making the damn choice. That's the problem. Okay, so I want to give you a a little bit of a, a tool to be able to go through a process to think about or to work out maybe 
something that's going to be a better choice at that time. Now, again, this is a condition on this is the fact that you can only make a choice in in that moment based upon what you know in that moment, right? Don't ever think hindsight, you can make a choice based upon something that you did not know or you did not feel in a clear emotional way. You're not clouded. Your emotions aren't clouded by something that has tragically happened to you in your life and you're just looking to hang on to somebody. You know what I mean? So if you're clear emotionally in something in that moment and you and you have to just go by what you know on it, you can do a little research. There's nothing wrong with that depending upon what you, you know, there's, we can choose pretty much anything, right? So it depends upon what you're choosing, but still you can do some more research but there's always going to be an infinitesimal amount of research out there. I mean, I could literally have done research on this particular topic for years and years and years and years and years before I did this podcast. But it certainly wouldn't have helped you in sharing a little tidbit in terms of what I know now. Because I know that I've read a chapter ahead, so to speak. Metaphorically, I've read a chapter ahead more than likely because I've been doing this for a long time. And maybe I can add a little bit more to what you know, or I can, I can give you a, just another a little extra tool to help you make some good, solid choices. And for God's sakes, don't look at it as you should have made a different choice or regretted your choices because whatever choice you make leads you to the next level. Remember we talked about the levels in terms of the high diving, the platforms, it leads you to another level, a next level. And then you could have different choices that, at that time. But trust your process, trust your travels. If you did make a mistake, you can make adjustments. But it's not about the mistake leading you to regretting the choice that you made because it ain't changing. So why are you wasting time regretting that choice? So here's a solution. And this solution, uh, these initial questions were posed in the article. And I tend to agree a little bit on some. I'm going to add a little bit to it, though. But I think it's a pretty good start. So first you want to address how you truly feel. And really this comes down to doing some self-inventory on something. And if you have a choice between two great people that you happen to meet at the same time and you hit it off and you're like, God, who do I choose, right? You got to address how you truly feel about the current situation. How do you feel about you know both of them and where you're at and where they're at? Uh, what changes would you like to make? If you look at something, you know, nobody is exactly perfect in terms of being created just for you. And a lot of times, even if they are in a certain circumstance, later on down the line, you'll want somebody different because we all change. Our expectations change. Our needs change. That being the case. So looking at it from that point of view in that moment, you know, what's, what's important to you right now? Now is, is somebody to support you important right now? Is somebody to understand your weird and different journey important to you. Now I'm using the relationship thing as an example because I know a lot of people have these issues and it doesn't have to be you choosing between two people to date. It just has to be about you and people around you. You could, you could apply this towards friendships if you wanted to or jobs for that matter in terms of deciding upon two jobs. You know, what are your current objectives What's your current situation? Where do you want to go to next? What's your next step? Do you want to your next step to be, you know, have somebody in your life? Do you want your next step to be having somebody that you don't have to worry about having sex with? 
do you, do is your next step wanting to be in a job that you really want to get up and go to that you know you're doing a good thing is that your next step i do you know that you have to decide that and then what are your future objectives i don't like the word goals for some reason i think goals is a little too a little too memey i just like objectives what you know what what are your plans what are your future plans where do you see yourself going is this a it doesn't necessarily have to be a linear stepping stone. You know what I mean? That that stone like right in front of you in a straight line. That next step, metaphorically, that next step. The next step can be to the side. It can actually be to the back though. Like a slingshot. You're pulling yourself back to give yourself future momentum when you let go. If you need to do that. But that's what you have to decide where you're at right now. Now, here's the thing that I have added to this. You have to identify your options. And... What I like to call, I like to call mapping it out. You brainstorm and you create a Venn diagram, you know, the Venn diagram. And I'm I'm not going to try to get all mathy on you or anything, but this is really important, especially for me, because I'm a very visual person in regards to like illustrate. I'm a terrible drawer, but I like to draw shapes and kind of see how things relate. So that's why I said, you know, if you can create a Venn diagram on this or something where you can get a piece of paper out and say, this new job or a job in this field will lead to this and will lead to this and will, you know, give me the options to do this or me staying at this particular job and maybe taking on a different responsibility gives me more depth or more breadth in my understanding, more options in terms of where I can go to next. It's important to identify your options, map out where you think they are going to go based upon what you know, because you can't based upon what you don't know, right? So just do it the best that you can. Then you identify the things that you can control and the things you can't control because you can't control somebody else's emotions. You can't control somebody else's reality, right? You can't, so if it's a dating thing or a relationship thing, you can't control how they think, feel. You can try, but that's called manipulation, what you can do is is you can just be authentic and be self-respective and and uh, just be the best person you can be. And then they're going to respond in their own particular way. But you can't control that. You can't control how your boss is. You can't control how a future boss would be at a different job because it could be a great job. It could be you could be a programmer and you want to work at Google forever and ever. And you can get to Google and your boss could be a douche. But you can't control that, right? But you have to identify the things you can control and you can't because if you go into a situation to where you choose somebody or you choose a job thinking that, that okay, this job is going to be great. It's going to be because this is exactly what I want because it gives me this opportunity. And then you get in there and you don't understand that there are other people involved in everything. We always have to deal with other people in every circumstance. If you don't realize that, you're going to be sorely disappointed because there is a good chance that they may not line up with you exactly in whatever parts they need to. Worldview, ideology, likes and dislikes. They may not. And so what are you going to do? Get Sit there and all of a sudden you, you get some douchey boss and you're going to go, oh, this sucks. Well, no, it's just about understanding that people are different and you shouldn't focus on that whole, it's about reframing. Remember, we just talked about that a few, a couple weeks ago. Then you make a decision. You got to make a decision. You got to make a decision. You got to make a decision. The whole thing about not deciding is deciding is true, but that's not what I'm talking about. You have to decide to do something. 
Action is the key. A third of my book is on action. If you go out and you talk, if you, if you read about anybody who has ever succeeded in anything in their life on a decent scale, it's about them taking action on something. Nobody succeeds by just thinking about something. You can't think a push up. You have to get down there and you got to move your arms up and down. You got to do the damn push up. Then finally, you got to make a plan for what to do if they don't turn out as planned. And I guarantee you a hundred percent. Prove me if I'm wrong. It will not turn out exactly how you think. Hardest part, the hardest, especially for perfectionists, and I am one, so I can I can say this with 100% certainty. Hardest part, thinking about something, planning about something, getting into say if you do research or a few, but and then you get into it and it doesn't work out that way. You're like, God damn it, what did I miss? Why did, why is this not working out? Why is it not exact? It should be exactly like this because I did this and I did this and I did this. And I, di- I even considered that and it didn't work out. Well, that's the way it works. You can't have control over any of that kind of stuff. The shark only swims forward. It has to. Because the way that the gills are set up, they don't, I, I don't think they move. I, I, from what I can remember, they, they don't move. They have to circulate the water so they have to keep moving. That's why they have to keep moving. They, oh, but they can only go forward. Sharks only go forward. So whatever's behind them is behind them. And they don't think about that. I mean, dogs are the same exact way. They are so in the moment that whatever happened, they if if you sat down and put some diodes on their brain and had a chance to communicate with them and said, hey, what'd you do yesterday? They go, what's yesterday? It's all whatever's right in front of them. The windshield's bigger than the rearview mirror because it's more important. Forward, action, forward, moving forward. That's the important thing. And whatever happens, it's not about looking back and saying, oh, wait, I didn't plan for that, or I didn't think that was ever going to happen, and then get all bummed out. It's about adjusting as you go. You should have no expectation of getting it right, because right and wrong, remember we talked about that? Right and wrong is not really a thing. It just is. And all of this is about acquiring knowledge and experience. There's not, again, there's not one person in the world that hasn't become successful without trying things and taking actions on things. And it's funny because if you look into like the light bulb or into plastic or into, there was something else that just came up in the fact that it was a complete mistake in the lab that they like, you know, Bunsen burners or something or, or beakers broke and two things went together and they form, you know, it's like, you know, it's like chocolate and peanut butter come together and it's Reese's peanut butter cup, which is the greatest candy invention of all time. That's the point. The point is, is that you acquire knowledge as you move through these things, but you need to make the choice first. So making an intelligent, informed decision can only be based on what you know at the time and don't get caught up researching the hell out of something do what you need to do and know the urgency of that particular decision and then make your decision and then move forward without any regret of any possibilities of what could have been because that's the biggest bunch of nonsense and the thing that'll keep you from moving forward if you focus on that so my call to action for you this week is plain and simple address how you feel identify your options Identify the things you can control and you can't control, make a decision, and then make a plan to make small adjustments as you go. That's it. Do something. I mean, it could be on the smallest decision too. What candy bar to buy, right? I don't care. It's not, it's not the, the level of decision. It's just the process of making a decision. That's the key. So start out small. 
Remember, it's uh, javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D. Surrounded by idiots. You can find it on Amazon, the book. And uh, you can uh, reach me at Tony, T-O-N-Y, at javabud.com. I'll talk to you soon.